welcome to episode 125, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So, uh, we're back doing the show live. Yes. You know, the weather was good today, so we all got to the studio, and we did the live show, and now we're breaking it down in easy, chewable bites for you to enjoy. Um, so, this week, uh, we talk, we bring everybody up to speed of about the week, we talk we talk Super Bowl commercials. Mm-hmm. We talk uh, Philadelphia Car Show. We talk movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and pretty much rounds up the first hour. Yeah. You know? um, <clears throat> box office, you know, obviously the box office. Uh, you know, fun and laughs ensue, I yeah. would say. Uh, you know. <clears throat> got a little edgy there when we got to talk to Sarge talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> right, you know. <laughs> My own fault, because like I said, I brought it curious, and then right away Erica's got the opinion of, you know, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. Like, and I, my thing is, you only read seven chapters. If you read more about the book, you, your argument might be a little bit more valid. Yeah. You know, again, it's like like how we would slam a movie and, like, okay, like John Carter. Yes. Prime example. <laughs> Slamming John Carter. We finally sit down and watch it, kind of going, oh, you know, we talk so much shit about it. Let's watch it. And kind of at the end, you're going... Fuck, now I feel guilty because I actually really like that movie. Yes. I actually want to see a sequel. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, but you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy. There is one thing about the car show. Well, I'll wait till we come back All so right. that way you know it can it flows in with the rest of the co- topic. So, uh, yeah, sit back, enjoy, relax, and when we come back, I will have another story about the the um, Philadelphia Auto Show. That I did not mention on the on live on air. Oh, a little so, so we'll see you in a bit, folks. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host Ed. I'm your host Sean. And I'm your co-host Erica. Yeah, you do realize our listenership's going to drop deeply by nine o'clock, like that last <laughs> half hour. Because Walking Dead, we back. have two people listening. We have, uh, yeah, Walking Dead comes back this week, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I don't want to be here at nine o'clock. <laughs> I still the show's going to start ending at seven. I still have to watch the last six episodes. I haven't caught, not caught up yet. It's been my TV watch has been real rough lately. So, uh, so how's everybody's week? Uh, I, I gotta say, I am in, I'm in, I'm in good show form. I am so aggravated. All right. <laughs> nice. Just warning you now. I'm snippy. I'm oh, short. Good. Because this is different from any other day. No, I'm just I'm just, you know, letting you all know. My snippy <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. he's so angry he's breaking shit. I just pulled the mic out of its socket. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh joy. Oh, <sighs> Erica, would you like to go first? Maybe? Sure. <laughs> I had a productive week. I worked on uh, worked on homework. Yay. I'm coming to the end of my finance class, so I'll actually be able to sleep again. Sleep is nice. I miss That's it. That's good. Um, Friday, I got my car inspected, and it passed inspection, and then I went and renewed my driver's license. Wow. So you spent a lot of time at the state. Actually, no. I went to the driver's center over in Mayfair Shopping Center. Okay. Walked right in and out. Oh, Ten yeah. minutes. I always tell people to go there. No one wants to listen to me. Yep. Well, fuck them. Yeah. They can suck it at the DMV. Yeah. I was, every time I've gone there, in and out in ten minutes. And it was awesome. So, yeah. I was pretty happy. Hi, smile, click. Thank you. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> punch a hole, punch two holes in my old ID, and that was it. So, 
other than that, like I, I spent a little time working on a quilt for my nephew. It's dinosaurs and robots ah, in space. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know either. Okay. I just thought it was cute together. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was it. That was my week sewing and well, I mean, there being was a, a productive adult. The dinosaurs on the spaceship episode. There you go. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And then the, the season opener of uh, last season. Oh, didn't see it. I've not seen a single well, episode of last season. It was in the commercial, so it's not really a spoiler. There was a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the middle of London. Oh, all right. So, yeah. But, no, that was basically it. I lead a boring life right now. <laughs> I'm ramping up for my birthday, though. Did, um, I can't wait. I guess I'll throw this out. Anybody watch Super Bowl last weekend? No. I watched the halftime in some of the commercials. That was it. Okay. Um, well, we, I was a, <clears throat> obviously, we didn't watch most of the game. We watched the ending of the game. Yes. But because we were, we were recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did go home. I taped it because I was interested in seeing the, the ads. I don't give a shit about the game. Besides, knew who wound up and winning the game anyway because I was over your place. Right. And we're like, and I honestly do think I jinxed it. <laughs> you know? because, they, because the Seahawks were winning. We yeah. watched the game and then. We called the Patriots started coming back, and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, turn it off. Turn so I'm like, turn it off. And he's like, oh, you're one of those people. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you know. So then, uh, you know, we turned it off, and we, I think we turned it back on, and that's we, the moment we turned it back on was the moment they had that interception. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, all right. I mean, like I said, I didn't care who won either way. I heard it was a really good game because when I got home from, I did. Watch the commercials. I fast forward through the game. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I know who wins. Nobody gives a shit about the game anymore. Well, here's the problem. The fucking commercials were so goddamn depressing. I mean, it was like, hey, look, here's a little kid with no legs. Look how good uh, innovations are. We gave him legs. Here's the, you know, the legless dancer who does, you know, who was on Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, wow, way to go, America. Help make us feel better that most of us are healthy. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, it, and then there was like, oh, here's a commercial with kids and their fathers. I'm going, what about kids who don't have their fathers? Way to, you know, like, yeah. Thanks for making us feel. Thanks like for making shit. me like like a middle. Like, I'm a middle aged man drinking my beers, and now I'm crying because my dad died of pancreatic cancer when I was 15. Blah blah. Like that didn't happen with me, right, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying that there's a bunch of people out there going, holy shit, who wants to be depressed? Right. I mean, it's bad enough the Seahawks. Sorry. It's bad enough the Seahawks people are already <laughs> spitting all yeah, over it. It's bad enough the Seahawks people are already depressed enough the way the game's going. Yeah, or in the beginning of the game the way the Patriots they were depressed it. just by living in Seattle. Yeah, so, so you're already kind of like, but it was all this melodramatic bullshit commercials. The only commercials I liked uh-huh. were the insurance commercials. I don't know if you see it. I haven't seen any of the commercials. So oh, like, well, wait. There was the Walter White one. I love that one. But the one that topped that one to me was the Lindsay Lohan one. It was even funnier. I haven't because seen that one. It, was, it would happen like the first opening commercial of the first period. Right. It's, you know, kid, two kids are out waiting in front of their school. And all of a sudden, here comes a minivan driving so erratic, hitting shit. Pulls up and it's Lindsay Lohan. She's like, come on, let's get in the car. And he's like... You're not my mom. She's like, well, I'm kind of like your mom. We're this rate. And does the whole, like, we're between this age. We both drive this car, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not getting the car. You said, like, whatever you know. He's like, come on, we're going shopping. He's like, I'm not going in that car. Whatever, you stink. And she drives off and she's banging in the shit again. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's funny. I'm sitting there going, if that's the way the Super Bowl is going to be, 
it's going to be a good night. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, like, oh, it's going to be a good night of commercials. Me chuckling and laughing and I'm like, all right. Depressing commercial. Oh, all right. You know, got to tell about the heartstrings somewhere. All right. Another depressing commercial. What? <laughs> Fast forward to the game. Okay, here's the other Walter White e insurance one, which was cute. He's, I love. He's behind the pharmacy. You know, it's a woman comes up and he's got this whole Walter White outfit on, and she's like, "You're not my pharmacist. I'm kind of like your pharmacist. We both drive a you know Aztec, and we both work in drugs, sort of. You know, <laughs> like pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals, and and then he uh, here's he, your prescription. And she's like, "I don't want that. He's like, "Take it." And he he's gives like, it. To- he's like, "Say my name." Come on, take it. Yeah. Working in pharmacy. <laughs> I, I've worked in pharmacy since I was 17. That was the funniest goddamn commercial I've ever seen in my life. Partially because he's handing her a bottle with no fucking label right. on it. And I'm sitting there going, everything is wrong. This is the greatest commercial ever. And then the only other one that I actually really like. I mean, obviously you had like, oh, summer blockbuster movies. Apparently a lot of people pissed that there was no Batman v Superman ad. Yeah. But that was like a rumor. But the other one I thought was good was the Snickers commercial with the Brady Bunch. Did you see that yeah. one? Yeah, with uh... with Carol and Bob. Yeah. Ca- Carol and uh, is it Bobby Senior. Uh, what was what was uh, Mike? Mike. Carol and Mike sit on the sofa, and it's you know Danny Trejo bitching about how Marsha <laughs> threw. I mean how uh, Jan threw. I think it was Bobby Brewer threw a football. Either way, it was the Oh My Nose episode, yeah. right? Yeah. And Carol goes here, have a Snickers, and he. Eats it and turns back to Marsha. Yeah, and and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, can you look because you get you know." And then up at the top is Steve Buscemi going, "Marsha, Marsha, Marsha." It's always about Marsha. That was good. Oh, I'm, that was a good one. But the rest were just kind of like, "Hey, are you having a bad year? Let's make us you more depressed. Finances are sucky." Buy a car. And a shit ton of car commercials. <laughs> you know what, though? A lot of, um, I think it was a lot of luxury car commercials yeah, pulled was. out because, like, everybody remembers the commercials. Nobody remembers who it's for. Right. You know, and they, they did this whole, the whole thing. Like, the, um, what was it, like, three, four years ago, the kid with, um, in uh, Darth Vader. who right, like, it was, it was you a, know, it was a the, Volkswagen commercial. Yeah, but... Most people don't real remember that right. was Volkswagen. They just remember this adorable little kid who's right. trying to use the force on everything, and, and then oh my god, the, the whole key yeah, thing yeah. And he scares the kid. Yeah, and he gets so excited because <laughs> yeah. he used the force, you know. But nobody remember. Everybody remembers the commercials. Nobody remembers who I, the commercial is for. I also did like the Doritos commercial, the guy on the airplane. There was one where the guy, like, there was a uh, snippets of here good funny ones. Guys in a uh, you know packed plane, people are coming in. He's got an empty seat. And he's making up all these excuses. He's like a fat guy. And right away he goes, I hope I'm not contagious kind of thing. And the guy keeps moving on. Yeah. And, then, and then he sees like this hot, beautiful woman. And he starts going, like, come on, sit here. And she's like smiling at him. And he pulls out a bag of Doritos. And she's like, oh. And then the person in front of her moves. And she's got a baby. <laughs> and he just kind of goes, oh. You know, so then they cut to, you know, her asleep. The kid eating Doritos goes, tell your mom about me. You know, kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> it was really cute. Like, but like I said, and then, you know, uh, the halftime show, I thought Katy Perry did a great job. I, I enjoyed it. Only problem I have with the whole halftime show is it's like you get somebody famous and then it becomes montage. Yeah. It becomes, hey, here's all my hits. Here's thir- a- not even all the hits. It's like, here's five seconds from each hit. And yeah. look, and you know, Two seconds in between for costume changes. Right. I gotta say, she did have a lot of costume changes. I, I was really s- impressed. I was, yeah, I was impressed. The weirdest thing for me 
was White Girl Dancing with Missy Elliott. Well, see, here's the problem. I was so going to bring I it up. I felt like I was in a Northeast Philly club. <laughs> it was so awkward. I mean, first she came out Ryan Voltron. That was pretty yeah. fun. I got to admit, that was pretty fucking cool. I thought that was really well I done. I mean, it was, it was nice. The show, for like 15 minutes of, of song and dance kind of stuff, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was entertaining. But again, it's like, hey... Coming in like a dark horse, what, what, what? You know, like, and then it's I kissed the girl and I liked it, and then oh, uh, whatever her next song is, and yeah, you're going, yeah. all right, you don't like, like, you got 15 minutes, sing like two full songs, right? Yeah, you don't need to go through like so. Someone's going, fuck, she didn't sing firework, god damn it. Yeah, they she, did. Well, yeah, I'm saying, but she ended with that, but it was like, hey, should have she should have been ending with the more you know. Well, yeah, she was, <laughs> she, she was riding. Like, I'm watching she, this. She's got this whole, like, it's a big star, and it's got the whole trail. And all I thought of when she was riding it, because it's sparkling, ding, 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 ding. now you know. Yeah. Like, if your balls itch, put powder on it. Now you know. Like, and one, you of my, know? one of my friends even said, count down to the Katy Perry, the more you know memes. Uh-huh. And not even two minutes later, one popped up in my in my Facebook The moment um, I got stream. home, they had the whole Katy Perry Voltron thing. I was yeah. like, god damn, these guys are great. No, actually, the one they had, too, is... She came in wearing this, like this flame kind of looking outfit, and someone posted her oh, and Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell from. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that's quick!" Like that was like someone must have been like, "Me, me, me, me!" Just like as, every fucking nerd in, in America the, was like, "Meantime." I think the I think the game was still going on when that someone popped up. I'm like. Oh, you guys are good. Like, oh, you go oh, at. And there was I'm something like, with the sharks too. Well, there's they had these plushy sharks, yeah. and then I got to be honest, when that moment happened, yeah. I was really expecting Pee Wee Herman to show up because it was very, very tele. <laughs> well, that, yeah, there was something very oh, Teletubby Playhouse kind of like because it was for California girls. You know, not the not the Beach Boys, yeah, yeah, Lee Ross yeah. version, her version. And she had these two like guys and sharks. And apparently, the left shark is you got someone posted a picture of the left shark dancer. And apparently, the internet blew up because he's gorgeous. So all of these memes popped up. So about, gorgeous, nobody fucking saw him in a giant plushy shark costume. You know, but I did see a nice little meme too, <laughs> which was awesome today. It was the scene where uh, anybody who reads Aquaman, there's a scene in the very first comic book where he has a great white shark jump out of the water. Yeah, you know to eat somebody well there's there's aquaman like doing the whole pose scene and out of the water is the plushy shark i was like that's awesome i want that i want a mural of that painted on a wall that's what i was thinking of because it was it was because it's all this gorgeous art from the comic yeah but then it's this big plushy doll like like, i'm like that's brilliant somebody already got it tattooed on them I, oh my god! It, it, and it's worth it. You know? <laughs> People need lives because it is. It's, it's it's awesome. But like I said, the whole the whole Super Bowl. I mean, other than that, the commercials like by the time I got done, I, I watched this two and a half program, a two and a half hour program in like mm. forty five minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Well, look, game's back on." Fast forward, and then when Missy Ellie came out, I was like. Oh my god! Like first, of I was all, excited because I like Missy Elliott. I listened to her when I was in high school, but it was I. <clears throat> I didn't feel that the choreography that they did with Katy Perry was really that well done. It well, was. It felt awkward. <clears throat> I mean, I was more like going, "Oh my god, it's Missy Elliott!" And she's singing her songs. And I'm like, "Yeah, right." You're like, "Get your freak on, get your freak on, get your get your get your get your get your freak on." I was like sitting there at 
two o'clock in the morning, raising my hands at the room, going like waving them in the air, like I didn't care. I like, was back in junior year of high school. I was so fucked. But then everybody's like, "Who's that?" But at the same time, I was I was kind of like I was surprised that Missy Elliott was like well, I, I figured she well. was probably like producing or something like that, but. I was excited to see her come out and perform and still she was do still, it really well. She was still kicking it. I mean, it was it was it was like, oh wow, Missy Elliott. I didn't expect that. Yeah. And of course, she also had um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Uh, Lenny Kravitz pop up too. Yes, like, and that's I was right. like, okay, it's great to see Lenny Kravitz because I like him. I'm and he a fan did. Of I actually liked his because he did. Did he do I Kissed a Girl? I forget. Oh uh, yeah, Whatever he so, did it with yeah. her. Yeah, I actually liked. Him doing it better than Katy Perry. Oh, you know. I mean, because it's different, you know. Well, yeah, but... And I, I was obsessed with still. Katy Perry's legs. Because I'm like... Shit. They did re- look really they, good. They had great legs. I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm going to have to rewind this. Like, <laughs> and slow it down. It's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then when I saw Missy Elliott, I'm like, oh, well, Missy Elliott's rocking and going. But then, like, right, like later that night, when I'm like looking on Facebook, people Everybody's are like... like, who's Missy Elliott? Who's Missy Elliott? I'm like... Oh my god! It's almost like it was almost as embarrassing as people who didn't know who, who Paul, Paul Stanley, McCart- who Paul, Paul, Paul McCartney, Stanley, Paul McCartney. Paul Paul Stanley is either who Paul McCartney was. I, I mean, know, it's the same thing. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Are are you people fucking stupid?" I was like, like, "Okay, maybe she's not in front of a mic, but you sure as shit knows she's still one of the biggest producers she, out there." She influenced acts for today. Like yeah. she was out in the the mid to late nineties. She made we called a Moonline Rouge popular again. Yeah. You know, because she brought together the for, for the movie. You know, Lil Kim, Christina Aguilera, Maya, and um, her. Uh, no, no, there was a um, fuck, the the little tiny rapper, Little Kim. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> all I could think is boobs. <laughs> I would say left eye, but no, Tits McGee. That's who it is. You know, so, there needs to be a rapper named Tits McGee. Sure, there probably is a nice Jewish guy. <laughs> hey, it's me, uh, Tits McGee. Oi. <laughs> Hey, what's up? I'm a Tits McGee. Or it'll be a Jewish, Irish Jew. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm here drinking my beer. I'm Tits McGee. Shalom. Uh, So, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, since we were, I was curious if anybody saw the Super Bowl. Like, or at least the commercials. How was your week, Ed? Um... You know, it was uh, ups and downs. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Peaks and valleys, my friend. Peaks and valleys. Well, Thursday, uh, my well, my wife's been coughing a lot. Like the last two weeks, she's been taking cough medicine. We had the flu a while ago, and you yeah, know, so it's good I've been working. I've been over there to catch it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so finally Thursday, she got up about five in the morning, saying, you know, like she couldn't breathe, that she needed to go. Mm. And I'm like, what's going to? Was the there hot- a cop strangling her at the time? No, no, okay, <laughs> just, just asking it. I mean, because you do know if you say I, I can't breathe, you are breathing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but she's having a, she was she was having the coughing fit, right? Yeah. So she's like, I was like, do you want to go to the doctor? Do you want to go to the hospital? She's like, no, no. She goes, I just want to wake you up and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the girls at her job go to this place. It's a ready care. It's a temple ready care. It's like a, a non-emergency emergency room is the best way I can describe it. It's, it's urgent care. Yes. Right. It's, it's I, like a, it's a step above your primary care physician's office, but a step below the I, ER. Yeah. Every time I, I think of those things, I always think it's kind of like, like a deli version of an, of an emergency room. It really is. Where you pull a number and you sit there and you wait. It doesn't matter what you have. It's now serving number 77. Ding. Well, well, it's for things that like it's it's unique care right then. But, you know, it's not so right, you're bad not going, that, that you need to go to jeans. Right. You're not going. You're not walking in there with a heart attack. You're yeah. going in because you can't sleep because you're coughing or yeah. like, 
The like, only thing that sucks about those is a lot of them aren't 24 hours. So, like, if it's, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning and you're right. having an issue, you do you end up having to go to the ER. Right. And actually, a lot of – I've heard of a lot of insurance companies that, you know, they do cover the urgent care now. And to sort of encourage you to use the urgent care instead of the ER, they're actually jacking up the ER copays. Mm. Like, my insurance, um, it was – it, when I started, it was fifty dollars. Now it's two hundred. Okay, for to go to the ER. Yeah. So, go ahead. So, anyway, so your wife will get up in the middle of the night to go. Hey, I'm coughing. Go yeah. back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, she's like, they. We didn't know when they opened. But she's like, she's like, I think I can hold out until like ten o'clock. Let's go then. I'm All like, right. okay. So we went over, and let me say it was it was great because it was. It wasn't like, you know, a number that you had to right. pull, you know. Like I said, in my head, I always, I'm always later about going there because I'm always waiting for that. You're in a room full of sick people and you have to wait your turn. So it could be like three hours. Right. Yeah, saying, it was kind of scary at first when we walked in because there was a lot of people in the waiting room. But mm-hmm. the the room, the waiting room was split in half. It was for orthopedic surgeons <clears throat> and, and physical therapy. Oh, okay. And then the urgent care. So mm-hmm. there's only like four people waiting for the urgent oh, okay. care. So we filled out the form and, you know, they submitted it and it was... It came back okay, and then they called us right away. Boom, boom. Like, yeah, it was like, we did that for maybe like an hour, you know, yeah, top. Right. So it's not bad. bad, you know. Yeah, it's not bad. But the, she has bronchitis, so that's, you know, they gave her a nebulizer mm. and a, or a, or a um, inhaler. Inhaler, thank you. Mm-hmm. And some yeah, antibiotics. It happens around this time of year with yeah. weather. Yeah, it can yeah. aggravate. Even I've, even I've been woken up to kind of, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't smoke today. <laughs> <laughs> and then Thursday night, uh, since she, I was, been, I was, I've been working. I working got a job. So, <laughs> friend of the show, Dave Sipine, came over. Friend of the show, Dave Sipine. <laughs> and we watched uh, uh, Sin City, A Dane to Kill For. What'd you think? How was it? Uh, it was good. I mean, yeah. it was just over visually, like they were trying to do too much to we, it. Okay, well, here's the problem. You need to see it in 3D. Okay. Because a lot of it, because of the black and whiteness of it, mm-hmm. when you add that 3D depth to it, it really pops. Okay. Like, again, even I thought the, the stories were kind of like, eh. But yeah. watching in 3D, it was like, oh. Like, I kind of forgot the weak storylines. Well, I'm going, that's pretty. The, the the character Marv, I thought his makeup job was really bad. I mean, it looked, he looked a lot different from the first movie. You know, compared to the sequel. I mean, his, his face looked wider. But oh. not, I mean, granted, maybe put on weight or whatever, but if the makeup oh, extended that. I think he really say, put on that much weight, though. Well, see, I mean, think if you... Okay, number one, um, he's older, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, it's kind of like... A, the story's kind of... I'm not really sure... That's That was the other thing that was kind of like... like you, you, it's disjointed in time. Right. Because you're kind of going... Is it a prequel like, or is it a sequel? Didn't Marv die at the end? Yeah. And then what's he doing here? Oh, this must have happened before this. Right. Like, they didn't kind of give... Like, you kind of hope that sooner or later they're going to do like a master cut and put the two together in, in some sort of chronological order. Yeah. Just to kind of be able to see each story unfold. Because when I saw like, you know, um, I didn't know from seeing the ads that Bruce Wills was going to be a ghost. Spoiler. Yeah. You know, so I'm sitting there going, but he, he, he died. I, I did like Nancy's character a little bit more. I liked kind of like the psycho Nancy part. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, and that's like, I, like they, I'm intrigued of seeing that part. They I did seen change it. the actress who the Asian girl. Yes, they did change her. They yeah. had to because she was she got pregnant. Right, so you know the um the you can't original camera jumping around what? the big baby belly. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's fucking black and white. You can digitalize her out. No, that was. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, that was it was the ultimate though. She does this like big seat. She jumps out. She, she jumps. The baby she, reaches whoa! out. With a, <laughs> baby reaches out with a sword. So and cuts her like, head off. She cuts three heads off, and then the baby comes jumping out of her stomach and like finishes the job. <laughs> yeah. I know that was the, uh, Devin Aoki. That's who. Yes, it is. that's the original. Um, I. That was one of the the things that when I finally do see it, I'm a little because I really like Devin Aoki as. Um, I mean, she wasn't bad as the character. Cause, no, again, I, it's not like she has speaking parts. It's not, it's, yeah, it's like, and then there was. Um, I mean, they could have really actually put put her face digitally over her, or the the actress that was playing it. And, yeah. and then the, the uh, Josh Brolin character was the Clive Owen character from the first one. Yeah, I they never they. I did not know that because it's not a continuation. It was like one of those, like, oh, here's the story. Why this guy now looks different. I'm going, oh. Hmm. You know? I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, you got to see a lot of Ava, Ava Green. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I was like, uh, a little too much more than I wanted to see ever. I might actually pick that up on um on uh, Blu-ray for my it's birthday. It's not a bad movie, but I can understand where you kind of look and go on. Yeah, I mean, after you see the first one and how much that was to be like one of the brilliant films yeah. in a long time that they've they've that's something that was more cutting edge and was like wow it was really great yeah. and then you go to a sequel and it's just like all right uh, and they're trying they tr- at least they try to push the envelope further right but I think it was just too much that it was just like it wasn't entertaining anymore especially Mar was sitting in the beginning of the film he's sitting there and he's and the things are spinning around his head we'll see like, that's he's thinking thi- contemplating we'll see that's the thing is in three D. Those things almost hit you in the face. Okay, like in like when you see it in two D, when when he's having those those images go around his head. When you're watching in three, there's a depth to it, and you're kind of going, "Oh, that looks looks pretty. It looks badass. Like it's like, wow, they really worked on that three D. Like this is awesome." But you're kind of like if you took the if you took it as flat, you're just kind of going, "It looked cartoonish." Yeah, yeah. It looked like very like he got hit on the head, and all of a sudden you see stars and birds. Right. And, like I was expecting to see you know Daffy Duck come walk by, go la 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 la, you know. <laughs> Which I mean, you kind of have to expect a little bit of it just because they use yeah they're they're basically just putting the graphic novels into motion. Yeah, you know? yeah. so you got to expect there's going to be a little bit of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if but the, be now a that you told me that the uh, Josh Boland's character was actually Clive Owen, I'm like, well, now that makes more sense. Like, right? You know, you're like, well, oh, with, okay. Especially with his relationship with, um, uh, what do you call it, Rosaria Dawson. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm getting it. Like, yeah. Why didn't you make that clear? Like, yeah. couldn't you have done like a flashback or something? Or, right. Like, it's your movie. Cut out a snippet from the first one and throw it in here. Just. Kind of refresh everybody. Yeah. Because it's been, what, nine years since the last one? I mean, it's got to be almost close to a decade. I don't think it's that long. I think it is. Let me find out. Find out when uh, Sin City, the first one. I'm going to say it. I want to say it's like 2004. I think it's coming up close to 10 years, dude. It's just time. Uh, uh, all right. I'm, I, 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 I know I've been wrong no, before, no, no. so I'm not saying that. But I, I could be wrong. It just doesn't, you know, because I remember being married and I haven't been married 10 years yet. So. <laughs> Okay. 2005. I was married that so, year. So, yeah. So, it's, t- ten, it's coming up in 10 years. Yeah. 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 yeah see? I can't believe that movie's 10 years. It's right. held up well, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I mean granted, it's when just you, ten you, years, when but you still, take ten years of a timeless classic, a timeless comic book, and turning into a timeless movie. Yeah. you know, it has that. It's, that it's, rena- yeah. If it's done well, it's going to resonate into a timeless I, classic. I did see Ooh, the original. <laughs> Use it correctly in a sense. Thank you. I did see the original in um in theaters, and yeah, sure they did didn't. As for, well, at least the theater I went to, they didn't offer it in three day. Well, back then, so they didn't have yeah, and I was going to say it wasn't it, it wasn't a huge thing where every single movie was offered yeah, in three day. Not very much was done ten years ago yeah. in three days. It was it was, I would say probably in the last five to seven years. Yeah, three D really three D. Yeah, it, it really kicked off. But so, yeah, once three D TVs got into your tele into your home. That's when, like, oh, here comes three. Like, when 3D movies were starting to get really on their eyes, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they went, well, here's a 3D TV. And, and, well, all, and it was and all mostly kids just stuff, went, too, I think. And all theaters just went, fuck. We're trying to find a way to get people's asses in the seats yeah. and not stay home. So we're going to really push 3D. And you fuckers come out with 3D television. Yeah. Thanks for fucking us. And <laughs> I think, like, all the... Next thing you know, around well, that 10-year that mark, the, the main movies I remember seeing in 3D were kids' movies. Yeah. Like... I saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, and it, that... was, it was done for a specific, like, because I think to 3D something in, com- in a computer animated character is easier to do mm-hmm. it than on film. Plus, you can get the kids going, oh, my God, it's, you know, and right. they well, sort I... of coerce the parents to spend that well, extra too, five though, bucks a ticket. It's like, though, but people who made 3D technology, they go, what, what, what's the most bang we get for our buck? And mm-hmm. kids' movies are the ones yeah, that are always yeah. going to be the top five, you know, at any week. Any given time, so for them to do it in 3D is, is like a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. Now it's like, hey, here, hey, the new drama from, you know, when you have when when I say, hey, I saw Gatsby in 3D, yeah, you know, it's gotten it's like, hey, Victoria's Secret in 3D. It's like, really, come on, it's unnecessary. <laughs> Somehow, I think you would be behind seeing Victoria's no, Secret in 3D. Not at all. <laughs> he's the first one to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you only can see the back of his head because he's not going to turn around. They might recognize. Me. I mean, this way. They already have 3D porn movies, so it's you can go to youporn.com yeah. and have them on there for free. Yeah. And I was, well, man, I was looking they, at they, it, and they, I the way they did it the cheap way, so you still need the red and blue glasses. <laughs> yeah. So you just, I, I just, I just envision some guy in a darkly lit room, naked, jacking off. To those with, the with, those, with their old red and blue glasses <laughs> it's on, so corny. the paper glasses, while he's jacking it to a computer screen, going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." The embarrassed, like just, just a moment, dude. Just step out of your life for a moment. Look over at the mirror that you're probably right, the dirty mirror across the room, and just kind of realize that you're naked, jacking off to a 3D film with those stupid glasses on. <laughs> Maybe it's time you need to get out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you're sitting there going, oh, wow, I came so hard, man. It was like 3D. Yeah, dude, you got the glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, uh, and it was in real life. It was smell or vision. <laughs> and it was, so what else? So anything else happened this week? So, Dave, you, so you saw the movie. Yeah. And anything else? Um, I got invited to a premiere for a movie he's going to be into. I can't remember the name of the title, to be honest. <laughs> but He's going to be in some movie. I don't when know. That Sunday, when that's Sunday, when it's going to be before a Sunday, so when I that Sunday comes up, I'll let you know. All right. So, yeah, like that weekend. That, that Make sure you write down the name so you remember <laughs> by the time you get here. Take notes. Well, there's, there's also rumors that he's, there's going to be a second film that he's Oh, he's already Ooh. working on a sequel, huh? No, no, no that they're going to premiere them both back to back. Oh, so you're career. making a double feature yes. of, of awesomeness? Yeah, that's right. Oh, good for you. So I'm, ex- I'm a bit excited. Should be. We're yeah. very proud of you. So, 
Bring a notepad. All right. And I'm going to take notes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, my yeah. week was uh, my week was kind of like a, like a, a little valley. Yeah. <coughs> I worked. Work was real busy. Everyone's getting their income tax checks yeah. back mm-hmm. now, so everyone wants to spend that money. So we were selling an awful lot of systems at work. An awful lot of games taking meal pre-orders and shit. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I wound up getting rid of a statue that I wasn't really a big fan of to start off with, and some mm-hmm. other statues. You know, sometimes you have to get rid of the old to bring in the new. Okay, and it's kind of you know, it. I did. Well, I did have a milestone in my life okay. that I like to share with the audience and you, but I've already expressed it to you, so I'm now expressing it with the audience. I was playing Assassin's Creed Unity ah. most of the week all right. because I was able to achieve the platinum trophy for getting all the other trophies <laughs> in the game. <laughs> it's my third one, my third platinum trophy in all the years I've ever been gaming. Yeah, But this is the only the first one I actually feel like I earned. Okay. Because the first one I got he was... He stole the other two. No, the first one... He the, was doing the, steroids. The other two was, was Murdered Soul Suspect, and that's basically a giant game of hide-and-seek. Because mm-hmm. you're basically <laughs> just running around going, collecting stuff. Mm-hmm. There's not much of a story, and there's not much... There's no challenge to the game, except finding all that stuff. So once you find it, you're like, hey, here's your Platinum Trophy. And I, and I finished the game in a weekend, and I'm just like, I didn't feel like I earned this one. Like, yeah. eh, you know, because even yeah. when I earned it, I was just like... Like yeah, I got my first one, but it's for this game. Fuck. Then the second one I got was for Wolf Among Us, which I was I was happy about. But again, killed it in a weekend. You didn't. There's not much like the way to get a platinum trophy is go through the story once, get all the trophies, and there's two trophies left that you don't get. Mm-hmm. You could just go back, replay those, and instead of going left, go right. You get those two trophies, and bang, you got yourself 100. percent Yeah, it's a, two very easy games to get platinums on. Unity was a little harder. I actually felt like I earned that one. Like okay. I felt like like the other two were like like I felt like I was running up the Philadelphia you know, Art Museum steps for the first two. <laughs> like just get myself training for the big you know the big match. Yeah. And then you know settling in and going the whole twelve rounds you know with you know Assassin's Creed Unity, big big bop bop bop, get the hundred percent, got the trophy. I was like yeah. But then I had the DLC that I had to play, and I wanted to. I didn't want to see like oh instead of getting a hundred percent on that that when you. When you click on the game, it tells you how, like, what percentage you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you play the DLC and you get 100% on that, you get the full 100%, like the bar okay. all filled. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's like, oh, here's 80. I'm like, no, 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 no. I worked, goddammit, for that. <laughs> so, like, I was, uh, and, and then about like a day later, apparently, I don't know why, I guess because, you know, they have the Ubisoft, the, the Uplay, like, um, everything's all, everything's all interconnected now. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I'm getting an email from Ubisoft saying, "Hey, congratulations, being Master Assassin," I'm like, "They're watching me." <laughs> like, for for a moment, I was I was hoping that it was going to be a last Starfighter moment, like you know, like oh my god, you got a hundred percent, you're a Master Assassin. We need you to go into this machine to go back in time and be an assassin for us. <laughs> I was sitting there going, "Is am I going to get the call? Am I going to get the call? Am I going to be like Sean, Master Assassin, like?" So what'd you do this week? Uh, well, I didn't do much. I just went back to the Renaissance period and killed a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I, you know, yeah, it was a good week. You know, did you know that, you know, Hitler didn't commit suicide? I shot him, apparently. <laughs> That's what I did this week, you know? But I'm so good at this because I'm a master assassin. I made it look like suicide. That's amazing. How great is that? I was sitting there going, this is my break, my big break. I'm going to become a master assassin. I'm going to be putting an animus. 
they're gonna go in my brain and they're pump me full of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be. No, nothing. That it was just like, hey, good job, buddy. Like, <laughs> I was like, they mailed of... you a pat on the back. Yeah, they e- and he emailed it to me. <laughs> and it was just like, no, I kind of want something for it. You know, you got, was it got... from his personal email at least? Uh, it was from Ubisoft. Uh, oh. like Team Ubisoft or whatever the fuck it is. I saw Do it. not reply to this email. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it was an auto email. Yeah. The only thing personalized was Sean. Yeah. <laughs> it, the rest of it's a standard letter. And it was a big giant gap, too. So, you know, it was like, dear, gap, 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 Sean, gap, gap, gap. It wasn't big enough for enough letters for other people. <laughs> Congratulations on being a master assassin. And then it was an ad for another game. <laughs> like, oh if I click it, will I become a master? Set? Like, will I get, will I get the call? Like, we have your phone number. Sean, we need you for a special thing. Like, we need you. Only you can go back in time to stop this event from happening. <laughs> I've been like, all of a sudden I get this, Sean, we need to get you back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> when we get this car up to 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> oh I'm like I'm in Doc Brown let's go I'm not wearing the vest though <laughs> like where am I going back to 1972 oh come on not Renaissance no <laughs> two years ago come on like, give me the big jobs you're not ready yet Sean you're not ready yet I'm a master assassin that's the preliminaries now we're gonna make you master of Pong yeah, well, first you gotta go back to 1975 and stop Arnie Schwartz from punching Judy Bloom. <laughs> Why? Because if he punched when he punches her, she doesn't create the tales of the fourth grade nothing. We need that book. You need to stop him from punching Judy. Okay. So I am the reason why we have Tales of the Fourth Grade Nothing. Or, Thank you. Or Super Fudge. If you have any Judy Bloom fans out there. <laughs> Is there? You don't know Judy Bloom's books? No. What kind of high, what kind of education did you have, young man? Apparently a very bad one. Tales from the Fourth Grade Nothing was a book we read in English class. It was Judy Bloom's. It was about like the growing up as a kid. And you're like, uh, and, you know, it was like I stories. never had to read that book. I was, it was, it wasn't a required reading. I think she just, I think my teacher was just like, I got to get you kids to read somehow. So here's a book. We're going to read this in class kind of thing. I've got a hanger for read this yeah. book. <laughs> Go read and do it quietly. But it did, you know, like, but again, it was like a, it's a tale of a fourth grade. Like he, the, the kid was like really a, a nobody in school, but it was him dealing with life. And then it's been a long time since I remember it. So all fuzzy. Yeah. But I remember reading Super Fudge, which was kind of like a sequel. Okay. Super Fudge was like he was they were moving to a new town and he kind of fell in love for the first time and it was like all this kind of like I'm reading it as like a, a pre-teenage boy and I'm going that connects so well with this <laughs> I think it was anything to keep me quiet here Sean read this book okay sit in the corner and shut up hey, I'm 27 okay I'm Super Fudge I read that it was last week you know, I just finished it today Took me twenty years. <laughs> but yes, Judy Bloom is an actual novice. Novelist. Okay. There you go. All right. We learned something today, Ed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that was kinda that was my week really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's been great. We'll see oh, you actually, next week. Actually that's not true. I also today I, I 
I went to the car show. Oh. <laughs> now, anybody who's who's friends with me on Facebook knows I'm not really a big fan of the car show. I've never... Gee, not, I never would have guessed from some of the shit you were posting. I, 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 I'm ne- I don't have that gearhead gene. Mm. My dad is a gearhead. My sister's a gearhead. So apparently it skips a generation. Yeah. I'm a tech guy. I'm, I'm. Give me if we went to a, if there was a computer show and it was a bunch of monitors. I'd be like, all right, I, I can give me. Uh, what's that clock? What's that? What's that CPU speed? Oh, impressive. What you got? Double clock that? Oh, that's oh, ah, ah, you know, <laughs> like oh, is that a virtual mouse? Let me see that. Like you know, because I'm um as my as my girl says, I'm tech spoiled. You know, but and and to me, like the moment you walk in, like first it's Sunday, right? Okay, I'm, I work mostly. Since I work in retail, I work usually in the evenings, early evenings to, you know, like about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. So I tend to sleep most of the day away or do other things like, you know, become a master assassin during the day. (laughs) So Sunday's my day of rest, right? Right. You know, because my dad was always like, you know what, we used to go to movies on Sunday nights. Um, Sundays, you know, it's obviously doing a show, but my dad's like, well, no, you got the show. You go on an hour later, maybe we'll do movie Saturday. So I didn't go to movie Saturday because I was working. So, but it was like, we're going to get you up at 8 o'clock Sunday morning to go down to the PA Convention Center to basically what comes down to a parking lot on a rug. (laughs) (laughs) Of cars that nobody can take home. (laughs) Well, and not only that, but cars that that are going to be out in the market in like three months. Like, you know, it's not... You're not going like... And again, it's it's quality time with my dad, my sister, my nephew Logan went with me, went with us, so it was the four of us. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a family day out. So it's one of those like, okay, you know what? For a day, I can do this. It's not that big of a deal. Like, all right, I'll let them wander around. I'll be like, yeah, look, it's a car. Hey, what, what year is it? 19, uh, 2015 Pontiac Seville? Or, you know, like, oh, yeah. Look. Oh, I just saw one when we pulled into the garage. Like, <laughs> like hey, look, uh, this is the 2015, you know, Subaru. Are you buying that one? No, I love my car. Why, why are we looking at it? <laughs> like, are you in the market for a new car? No, it's just like come and walk around and look at cars. So there's no real reason to be here. Like, I mean, again, the only part, like, to me, if you're going to go, like, the moment that it got interesting for me is when we hit the back. And, of course, they put the cars in the back of the room. It's the, they had this whole That's thing. how they get you in. If they put them at the front, you would just walk it was, by It leave. was the imports versus domestics. Domesticers, like, yeah. you come over and you do, like, a little vote and you get a little Hot Wheel car. So, obviously, we all, you know, applied to get cars for Logan. Mm. And you walk around and they go, okay, well, here's a 1970, you know, Pontiac GTO. Here's a, you know, you're going, that's when the muscle cars of the yeah. 70s start showing mm-hmm. up. So, that's when I start getting interesting, a, a little more interesting. Like, you know, before then, I'm sitting in a Prius. A Prius, I'm going, Yeah. Like, I even posted a just got out of the Prius. I feel like I need to wash off the smugness. <laughs> like, you know, just kind of like, ugh. But then the problem is, is that we live in a culture where people get most of their information from entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I mean, I'm not a car guy. I do appreciate the older cars of my growing up, like the right. muscle cars. Like, I mean, I grew up on, you know, um, Smoking the Bandit, mm. the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. Mm. Um, Kit, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, now we're getting to the 80s, but I'm saying, you know, like, as far as those big, powerful cars of the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, Bullet, you know, when you see that car coming right. through, the French Connection, those those car chases, like, that's man's work kind yeah. of thing, you know, so, like, 
to this day, like when I'm going to, when I'm on a, a, a long drive, at some point I'm going, we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. They're going to do what we can to be done. <laughs> got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're going to do what they say can't be done. Come and watch old Bandit run. Come on. How can you not? No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so weird. It was pretty good. Burt Reynolds land, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really close. <laughs> you know, for years I wanted to get a basset hound just looking to have him look out the window and watch the ears flap. You know? <laughs> I want to become a bootlegger. Between, between Smokey and the Bandit and Dukes of Hazard. Come on. <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> Fair point. So, you know, so going to the car show and seeing like, Hey, here's a Prius. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> hey, where's the smart car? Now, the only time I like going is if I can see that little shitty piece of smart car. Yeah. I really do walk up to it and I start, like, pushing on it. See if I can get it off the ground. A little <laughs> bit. Like, one day I'm just going to walk over and just go, flip, knock it over to the side and go, you want to buy this fucking piece of shit? And then just walk out. <laughs> like, drop my drop my program and walk out. Like, <laughs> I can see Sean line up like a linebacker yeah. and then run and then <laughs> boom! <laughs> a nice huge dent in it. Yeah, see this? I'll be over where the man car is. <laughs> Check me out in the, 70, the 1970 Dodge Charger. Fuck you, bitches. You know? So when we're in that, I'm in that area and I'm kind of like, all right, I like this car, I like that car. You know, my dad has an, an, an 86 Grand National, then an 87 Grand National, so... Right away, he's like, hey, look, there's our car, kind of thing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a year later. You know, like, <laughs> technically, it's kind of your car, you know, but it's not your car. So I'm wandering around, and then there's, um, I post, the first picture I posted was of a nice GTO. And, you know, a little kid comes walking by, and he's like, Dad, does that car bounce? And I'm just like, what are you teaching your fucking kid? Like, no, that's a man's car. Like, that's the kind of car where you go, we need to get from here to Atlantic City, and we in have five about, and we have a half hour to get there. Strap in, hold on. If you're lucky, we have seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> but if we get into an accident, chances are we're still going to walk away from it. Yes, you know. But no, it doesn't bounce. You're not going to hear. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, and so I'm like, well, I got a dog in the engine. Well, it's a more visual where you see, like, you know, those old, you know, the car bounces up in the yeah. front. Like, mm, mm. are you hearing? You know? <laughs> what the hell? Was I that? didn't. You, you, you don't. You don't hear. He's looking for the right stereotype. Yes, exactly. And he's missed up yeah. until now. <laughs> I don't see Chino walking around there. Right. Then I'm walking around and I, I yeah, that, thank you, thank you. That's the song, yo, essay. Yeah, and I'm like, ten minutes later, we finally find the right stereo. I don't know why that song didn't pop into my head because I love that song, Man of War. Anyway, so then I'm I'm walking around and have this purple um, um, seventy one Dodge. Challenge Charger, the Killer B one, mm. purple, beautiful, great looking. I'm like, 
That's a car. Hey, man, it's a car. Ah, 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 ah. You know, like, <laughs> I want to sit behind the wheel of that. I can't because it's fucking quartered off. You know the good cars are quartered. All the good cars are, you know, quartered off. Yeah. The piece of shit every day, you know, hey, buy off the lot cars are just freely sprawling across the whole building. You know, I like, oh, look, I'm going to get into a Jeep. <laughs> wow. Headroom. Yay. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Like, <laughs> at least, you know, fucking Batmobile should have been there at least. Back in the old days, they were. Yeah. Like the Batmobile, the General Lee. Like the any, Knight Rider, yeah. Like any yeah. of any popular car. Like Black Beauty would have been there. Mm-hmm. They could have pulled the cars from Fast and Vin Diesel's car from Fast and the Furious. I would have been okay with that because it's a muscle car. It's an old car. It's a yeah. classic. But this douchebag who wants to impress his chick is like, looks at this car and goes, oh, that's the car Vin Diesel drove in Fast and Furious. And I was like, just because it's purple doesn't make it the same fucking car. I'm like, you dimwitted idiot. I was like, if and I she was, was probably standing there going, I don't fucking care. Probably not. She was either she either drug, you know, one of two things: either she drug him or he drinks drags her. It's yeah. never like, or very rarely do you get like two car head gearhead couples going, yeah, we're gonna get this because they're usually gonna Harley drive in the Sturgis. You know, yeah. they're, they're, not, they're not at the, the local car show seeing what the 19, you know, the 2015 Prius is going to look like. Yeah. They're going to real car shows, you know, like, or at least where, like, and they always keep the really good cars too, like away from all the other ones because they want to taint it. Like, I didn't see the Aston Martins. I didn't see the Lamborghinis. I didn't see all them. I'm just like. Wow. I mean, they were probably in off because it was where the convention center is. So they probably had an off in a completely different room. Mm. You know, again, not to taint the, you know, not to taint them. <laughs> like, okay, we'll put the 70s, you know, the muscle cars of the 70s in here because there's Dodges and there's Chevys. You want the Aston Martins? We're going to take you in here. Here, wear these gloves. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't look at them. You can't touch them. Don't think about them. Don't right. breathe on wear them. Wear these surgical masks. Can't breathe on it. Right. We have I'm to... sorry. You look poor. You cannot go in that Yeah. Room. We have a giant mirror so you can just see the reflection of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can count to 10 and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> look through this glass and after 10 seconds, you got to move. Yes. Or we'll taser you. Yeah, you can look through these little, you know, what do you call it, opera binoculars to look through them, and then in 10 seconds, it just clamps down on you. It's like a peep show. Yeah. Very expensive peep show. You know? And, of course, when you do go to that point, there's always some guy going, oh, I can afford that car. You know, that car's not like, car's nothing like my, you know. Fuck you. If you're standing there saying you can afford it, you can't can't, afford it. Exactly. Are you kidding me? They they credit check you as soon as you drive onto the FC Kerbeck lot. Yeah. It's like, my, my one friend always jokes about driving. I live right across from Palmyra. Right. And she's always joking when we <laughs> drive past, which I love her dearly, but at this point it's not funny anymore. She's like, <laughs> we should drive up there and see if we can get a, a, a test drive. And I'm like, sweetie, they will tell us we are too poor. They will look at my 15-year-old fucking focus yeah. and laugh us off the lot. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like these guys looking at Aston Martins and they drove up in a Pinto. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> like, I just. It's really not my scene. I mean, again, the only enjoyment I do get out of it is, is hanging out with my family. Yeah. You know, it's more of my, my nephew. Because, you know, he's, he likes to sit behind the wheel of the car and, you know, pretend like he's driving. And, and I'll usually, like, run around, jump into the passenger side, go, Come on, we gotta get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, come on, the cops are getting set the pedal on the metal. He's like, there's no cops here. <laughs> You're like, like, come on, play along. You know, I'll do the old punch and chewy. And he kind of goes, no, I can't reach the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's those moments where I enjoy with him, you know, because yeah. he, he walk around, you know, he's holding my hand. Like, well, I'm going to go in this car. 
I'm like, okay, you know. And he's like, no, get on the other side. I'm like, okay. And it's usually like, hey, I can't get into that car. Like, he jumped into one car, and I really had to squeeze in because the cab was so small. Mm. You know, and I'm just saying, not because I'm fat, but because I'm six foot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think, I would think the majority of people are average about six foot, maybe about five, ten, six foot. Yeah. I, when I sat in it, I had this paranoid feeling that if we hit a bump, <laughs> I would hit my head. Yeah. I'm like, that is, that's a spinal injury just waiting to happen. You know, and I'm like, all right, I mean, okay, I'm in, look at me, uh, come on, let's go, there's zombies out there, we gotta run them over. There's no zombies. I'm like, you're not making this any fun for me, kid. <laughs> I'm like, you're my nephew. You're supposed to be fun. You know, and then you know he was behind the wheel, and before I get in the car, I would you know hit like lay on the hood like he hit me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do my best impersonation of T.J. Hooker. <laughs> Hang on to the edge of the car, like hey, because because now the you know the hood space is a lot smaller. We can actually stand and lean over and grab the windshield. I'm like, ah, you hit me. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, come on. <laughs> And then, and then I'm like, and the thing about there is, again, because these are cars that are going to be sold and bought and sold on a lot in like mere weeks. Yeah. They have the, the, the girls coming around with the big Swiffer kind of things to dust off the car from fingerprints. Yeah. So like, I'm, and I'm laying on every hood going, eh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to make you feel useful today. Eh. If I lick this car, can I come home with it? <laughs> If you want the smart car, you just pick it up, put it in your pocket. Yeah, I got shoes bigger than this. <laughs> it's just like it was. It was, you know. I mean, then we did go across the street to the Reading Terminal to have lunch. Yeah, you know, such good food there. It was fun, but again, it's Sunday. It's God's day, so everyone packs in there. So it's like wall to wall human beings. You know. <laughs> And you know, it's something that just dawned on me. My sister had a five dollar. <laughs> okay, this is how sporadic my brain thinks. Oh my god! My when we left. It was thirty dollars for parking, uh-huh. but my sister, before we got out, when we got out of the car, there was this nice family that had five dollar off coupons for yeah. parking. She didn't use it. Uh-huh. I'm like, it just dawned on me <laughs> that she didn't. Six hours later, yeah, I, you know, I was like, oh, she didn't use that. Oh well, like I mean, <laughs> drive back tomorrow. I forgot to use this coupon. <laughs> yeah, and I was too busy, you know, Logan and I. He was hanging on the wind, like uh, like the windows inside because we we parked in the. Con- conventions that are now has their own parking lot. Yeah. So we were there. It's like a seven story. It's like a at least seven story tall, you know, parking lot. And uh, it's got the window on the outside so you can look. Oh, look how we're going down. Woo. <laughs> you know. So Luke and I were having fun with that. But uh, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. But I could, again, and it, it comes down to every year I could be like, yeah, I pass on it. But because, <laughs> I, I, because we went to that and because I worked, I didn't get to see a movie. So I have no idea what the top five movies were. Well, let's find out. Yes. All right. <laughs> See, I was trying to make that segue natural, but you were like, well, let's find out. <laughs> Nominees for acting in a co-host position are... <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Ed in Geeksters. Well, Ed, you know, I didn't get a chance to move, so I have no idea. Well, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. All right, what you got? Uh, I'm beginning to hate Sundays. All right, <laughs> number five. It was Paddington. It made $5.3 million over the weekend and 56.2 overall in four weeks in release. I do kind of want to see that, but I'll probably I'll probably wait till DVD. All right, so yay for the British Bear. There you go. 
There's a new release for number four. It's Seventh Son. It made seven point one million over the weekend. I kind of want to see it. It looks kind of fun. Yeah, it's one of those movies where it could be either really bad or really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. But some of the jokes that I've heard in the commercial, I'm like. But I also heard too it was sitting on a shelf for a little while. Was it? Um, yeah, it's one of those like, oh well, we got this, you know. Uh, they ran out of things. Or you know what? Or like, um, we had this movie on for a while, but now the the genre is popular, so let's put it out. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So what was uh, number three? The number three movie is also a new release. It's Jupiter Ascending. It made nineteen million dollars over the weekend. No, okay, now here's the question. The, everyone go see this movie because they were hoping for a Batman v Superman trailer or because they really wanted to see it because this was the movie trailer well because this movie was supposed to come out in the summer last year yes and it got pushed back to February of this year and everyone's like well oh that's not a good sign that must mean because we saw commercials up until almost the release date and then it just disappeared Weird, right and it was just like well this movie's so bad or what and then because it was coming out in February people were going well, it's owned by Warner Brothers. Maybe there's going to be a Batman v Superman trailer at the beginning of it. Yeah. But obviously there wasn't because the internet would have blown up. Like, yes. So a lot of people pay a ticket and go see. Oh, now uh, I paid this money and now I'm stuck seeing this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I did want to see it only for the fact I was wondering if Sean Bean made it through the entire film. Without dying. Yeah, you know, <laughs> without dying. That's so. a $176 million budget, so. Uh, Who knows? Maybe yeah. next week it'll crank up. I doubt it. All right, number two was the number movie, number one movie from last week is American American Sniper. It made twenty four point one million over the weekend, yeah, and two hundred eighty two point two million overall. <laughs> so, right. so good for them. Yeah. And the number one movie was also a new release. It made fifty six million dollars, and it was SpongeBob movie Sponge Holy Out of shit. Water. <laughs> Wow, stoners of the world unite. <laughs> I do kind of want to see, like, I'm not a huge SpongeBob fan, but some of it is really cute and really it's, funny. It's, it's I do, funny. I do, yeah. Well, I just, when I watched the cartoon, because um, years ago I had a roommate and she had, you know, it was, it was her and her daughter were living with me, mm. platonic relationship. Right. But daughter loved SpongeBob, so I love cartoons. I never really got SpongeBob. To me, SpongeBob is one of the, like, Oh, uh, you know, everyone seems to love SpongeBob because it seems to be a lot of stoner humor. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let me at least watch it because I don't want to be like, I'm not going to be that guy. You know? <laughs> like, oh, you want to stoner cartoon. <laughs> and I'm watching, I'm laughing. I'm going, okay, it's dumb comedy. I love dumb comedies, yeah. you know? So I'm like, all right, I get it. I enjoy it. I'm not going out and buying the seasons on DVD. Yeah. I'm not looking for the big giant SpongeBob box set. I don't think, I remember the first movie had David Hasselhoff in it, I think. Like a cameo. I didn't see it first. First one, so. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, let me, let me. I did see. He is in it. Like the ads for well, this one. I want to see who else because I know I think David Bowie did voices for it too. Oh, okay. All right, but I did see this one. It looks like it. It's basically the 2015 version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit because <laughs> it's them computer animated in the real world. Oh, right. So I'm like, oh, it looks it looks cool. Because you haven't seen that technology in a while. Yeah. You know, the whole uh, yeah. animation with, I mean, the last time we saw it was in Rocky and Bullwink. We all know how that worked out. <laughs> I think they did it too in, uh, didn't they do it in Garfield too? And we all know how that worked out. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but he was a, well, he was a computer animated cat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't yeah. making it like too. the actual. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Smurfs oh, yeah. that did work. <laughs> no, how that well? <laughs> that actually worked pretty well. Had Katy Perry, Katy Perry is Smurf fit. I like how you tied that back in with the Super Bowl. Eh? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Wait, what did I do that? 
<laughs> That's called the segue. Oh, okay. <laughs> no ham over fist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, first episode, by the way, celebrity cameo was Ernest Borgnine as Mermaid Man. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. And then the next episode was Tim Conway. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that was the same episode. Sorry. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine and uh, Tim Conway. <coughs> so, I mean, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I gotta be honest. I find it kind of good that American Sniper got knocked off by SpongeBob. <laughs> I was saying again, going back to earlier when I was saying <coughs> in this after the show was the fact that the kids' movies do make like big bucks. Mm-hmm. I think this was a 3D movie. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. So it had yeah, to be. yeah, it is. It is 3D. You can't like if nowadays you can't make a movie unless it's going to be in 3D. Yeah. I mean, well, not only that, some like, of the I'm some willing, of the visual gags, like you need that. Sure, like movie. I'm sure this weekend, um, I I am very curious about next week's show. I want to see what the number one movie is because I hate to, you know, I'm going to say, but I hope, I hope, I'm hoping that the people listening aren't go, oh my god, that's right, it comes out this weekend. We all go have to see it. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey comes out this weekend. Ugh. So I'm curious to see because I kind of feel like the phenomenon of Fifty Shades of Grey is already gone. It needs to stop. If well, it hasn't, I, well, it needs I, I, to stop. I had a conversation about that last night. And the fact is, is that they're selling products now with like Fifty Shades of Grey on it, and right. apparently people yeah. are buying it, selling it. You know, OPI um, had, like OPI just. I, I walked into Ulta and they have a whole nail polish line of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, and it's like five different gray nail polishes and a red. <laughs> I'm like, no. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm kind of curious to see like. Obviously, the movie's rated R, mm-hmm. I, and I honestly think that it really should have been NC-17. <laughs> no, it really did not well, need to be. I, I, it is I, a terrible movie about a, an abusive relationship. I, I completely agree. I mean, I, yeah, I but the thing is, if it's an understand... NC-17 movie, that not many theaters would have uh, aired it. Right. It was NC-17. It shouldn't be getting that. aired anyway. It's a terrible fucking movie. But it's but a terrible idea aside. for a movie. Well, yeah, that too. That that's you don't you have not seen the movie. And you I will already, not see the movie. Right, but you're I already going the, in saying it's a terrible... I, mean, I read the book. Well, to, actually, I read the first seven chapters wait, wait, of the wait, book. Wait, 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 wait. You're a Catholic, right? You're Catholic, right? You have to walk a mile in a person's shoes to really understand. So I do. See, see I've good. been in a DS relationship. I, I actively practice dominance and submission. I, so, yeah, I do walk in those I shoes. Look at those those five-inch stilettos. I, 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 read the fir- I read the first book. It's very sophomoric in the way in the way it's portrayed. Mm. I don't see it translating into a decent movie just from translation wise, right. because it's going to be a lot of her going, "Oh, he's so gorgeous." My it, inner goddess. Yeah, there's a lot of inner monologue, oh. chi- like very sophomore, like a- attitude about it. Right. It's and it's also not really accurate into the kind of lifestyle that the woman who wrote it is trying to portray. It's not at all like. The whole contract thing, people are going, well, that's so fucking far out there. It's not even, And then, you know, and then at, at one point, he just says, well, fuck the contract, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's not really the way. Be, well, it becomes, well, it's, it having, read, having read more than seven chapters, he does actually start to fall in love with her, and he, but he doesn't know how to express it. So it's, it becomes like this whole story of, it, what it basically becomes, honestly, is a woman, a woman trying to change a man of who he is mm. to something that he's not comfortable with being mm-hmm. to satisfy her own desires. And it, it does become like... And this, we know how well that works out in real life. Right, but of course, it's a fantasy. It's also fan fiction based off of the Twilight books, the Twilight movies. Which part of me still... I still don't quite understand how that works considering... 
it's the um, rich, the the wealthy. Uh, like it's the the impression that I always got was Bella's naive. Okay. Edward is knowledgeable, old, and- old, wise, and very controlling and very demanding about her in mm-hmm. those novels. So as an adult. For, as a fan fiction, mm-hmm. I mean, how many times we've seen fan? Like, oh, and then they just took the vampire. Okay, now yeah, took, now I kind of understand because I've never understood how because I, I saw the Twilight movies like the, right. the first one anyway in the theater, and I'm sitting there going, I am 20 years too young or too old for this demographic. It, it just right, and it it was a, it hurt my woman, head. It was fan fiction. It was kind of yeah. like, hey, look, do you ever want to know what was like the you know, Spock with the relationship between Spock and Kirk? Ooh, if it yeah. was more romantic. This was that okay. This that was, kind of makes take sense. the vampire out of it, make it more about the naive girl and the um, wise, yeah. you know, and making him a controlling, domineering. I don't yeah. know where the dominatrix part in comes in because apparently this woman knows nothing about. She doesn't. It. And honestly, th- and this this is my issue with Fifty Shades of Grey. People are basically using this almost like and have been using this as a manual for what you should do to be right. in a DS relationship, and that is. I, I'm sitting there going, this hurts, this hurts my brain, and it it paints it, it, it paints a very on it, it, it paints a very biased yes. look on a lifestyle that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. because when they when they do look at when that BDSM lifestyle gets put into into a light, it's always bring out the gimp. Yeah, it's always that. And it, in reality, to be in a really successful DS relationship. Like, the level of communication from the seven chapters that I read and from everything that I've heard, the level of communication that he would have to... Like, if, if he really was falling in love with whatever the chick's name is, yeah. I forget. Um, if he really was falling in love with her, he would tell her, like, hey, something's going... Like, well, see, the level of communication that is necessary see, for a successful relationship... Again, in the, in the book, it is he's very controlling, very domineering, very... Because he doesn't know how to express love because of his childhood, then and, and that's that's played out through the beginning first novel. Like it is, mm-hmm. it is. He's scarred. He's mentally scarred. He's physically scarred. You know, he has. You know, he's very wealthy, obviously, mm-hmm. but he has these and the lifestyle that he le- lives was brought on to him mm-hmm. by a controlling, manipulative and woman. That that part, like that. Okay, just that little nugget. I can understand that. Right. However, the the issue that I have is how he number 1, I said the writing is terrible. I and it, that's why I stopped it, at chapter it's 7. A, it's a struggle there. I was couldn't get past it. Like I'm halfway through I think the second book and I've had the trilogy yeah. for over a year at this point. I I mean and I tried you know. I tried cuz I wanted to read it. I wanted to see what all the the you know all the hubbub was about cuz right. I I've read other King based sure. novels that like the um the Anne Rice uh, Sleeping right. Beauty trilogy, really well written. I absolutely love those books. Like I would love to see those turn into a movie, and yeah, those would definitely need an NC seventeen rating. Right. I would love to see those, but that's why I stopped at chapter seven. I couldn't get past the terrible yeah, it's, writing. It's, it's sophomore- like they should have had. If that if that if that was fan fiction, I can understand that. Like you know, you got to take fan fiction with a grain of salt. But I feel that they should have had a ghostwriter or somebody come in and clean that up a little bit. 
Because well, it was, I couldn't get. Listen, so so uh, we'll find out what happens next week because we're already running late. So yeah. I'm gonna cut it short. So we're gonna take a break, regroup, so we can come back and continue on with the show. Sounds awesome. All right. So we'll be right back, folks. And we're back, folks. Welcome back. So this is what I was gonna say at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. but now the beginning of the intro. I'm gonna say now in the outro. Um, going to the car show. I really was hoping I would have a bad case of gas. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I really. Cause I just, I envision because I don't. I mean, I don't hate the car show. Yeah, but I like to try to make it somewhat interesting or at least funny to me. Hence the reason why I was making all those really bad comments on my Facebook page and taking pictures. And I really wanted to ruin someone's experience. <laughs> I was hoping that if I had really bad gas, every car I sat into with my ne- my nephew, I'd fart it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's, like, most, that's most horrible and genius at the same time. <laughs> like, hey, we're sitting in a car. <laughs> okay, let's get out. Because <laughs> there's certain cars Logan went to sit in were popular cars, so yeah. there'd be somebody always going in. Yeah. So I just had this I, like, imagine you know you there you are going, oh look, here's a Dodge Charger. I'm gonna go jump in that. Woo-woo. And you sit in and you go, oh my god, what the fuck died in here? <laughs> And I'm sitting there on the right, like, <laughs> like I would just kind of stand off in the distance and just take a photograph of people, with, like the look of the look of like, <laughs> the look of disgust on their you know, face. Maybe hoping I get somebody to throw up out of the window. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not buying that car. That car stinks. Teen smile. <laughs> hey, who knows? There's always, there's always next year. <laughs> I'll just eat a bunch of eggs on the way over there. I'm some bacon. Nice, nice little flow going. Like, but not too bad. So I'm not going. I can run to the bathroom. You know, like, like <laughs> I just shit in that new Dodge Charger. Yeah. Hey, you know that 2015? Someone right now is driving a car. I shat in. <laughs> I shat in. Get it? Past tense to sit. <laughs> It's the Sean Connery version of Shat. Yes, I shat. <laughs> Push it galore, I shat in your car. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe this next year. I'm gonna try to make up my goal like the day before you eat like a bunch of eggs. Like what just what are you eating eggs for? Nothing. You just know? in eggs. Just um I need I need you know, protein. I'm 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 sit in the car. <laughs> You know, just like, Uncle Sean, you farted. Yes, I did, Logan. <laughs> like, you want to have fun? Fart in the car with me. <laughs> now let's go. <laughs> Roll up the windows. <laughs> then the auto lock hits, yeah. and you're like, ah! <laughs> Logan, what button did you push? Because <laughs> he literally sat in every car, and if there was a button, he pushed it. I mean, it was very OCD-esque in a way. I mean, I know he was just pushing buttons. Yeah. But my sister actually did get, have like an OCD moment. Any car she saw that had, bl- had the blinkers on, yeah. she had to go in that car and turn it off. Really? Yeah, I'm like, why? She's like, I want the car to die. I'm like, it's not your car. Who cares? Like, these cars are out here specifically... Something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not like you know you're hopping in you know neutral and just coast into another car. It's the blinkers. <laughs> sure, they take that into account. They have these car girls, you know, 
I go around and, and clean the car off, you know, with the Swiffer. I don't. I think I saw maybe like one or two guys doing it, but mostly it was like like house like housewife women, kind of, you know, like twenty somethings. You know, like clean off a car. And yeah. There was only like I would say like, you know, the version of Booth Babes. There was they have every once in a while like a car on a, like a pedestal, mm. like they had the new um, Dodge, the new Dodge on the platform, and the blonde was cute, and she had like a. Like a kind of a lace and leather, like a a, a leather kind of dress on, mm-hmm. and it was also very sheer, see through, like on the arms and mm-hmm. like her back. So it was very sexy, you know. But I'm not, obviously she's dressed in black leather because the, the, to match the car kind right. of thing. Just like wish you could have sat in that car and farted in it. But it was one of those cars <laughs> that you just no no can't look. Yeah, you, you yeah. just look, you can't touch. Yeah, kind of thing. I'm sure she's the same way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I here I am. If you can't afford this car, you're not getting a date with me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Well, so that was my story. <laughs> All right. But uh, here in part two, we bring you a episode of Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. And I have to thank Google. I guess a shout out to Google because it really <laughs> saved. I think the the article. Yes. I'm gonna say I think I think you as the collective people dodged a bullet. Yes. You know, I know we did. I felt like a wave of relief. <sighs> Anyway, you want to know what that article is? Just listen to part two. It's, right. And then, we, of course, you know, in part two, we do releases of the week and kind of something like that. If you're a fan of the show, you know what to expect. If you're not a fan of the show and it's your first time listening and you want to become a fan, this is, what's, this is what to expect in part two. Like the universe and everything with Erica. I get Ed to laugh really, really hard. Um, the whole Batman thing. Um if you, you know, if you want to see the actual video clip, I posted it on our Facebook page, Geeksters. <laughs> you know, because it's like a minute. The whole the look on um, Commissioner uh, Gordon, oh, yeah, 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 that scene. Yeah. I, I found, when I came back from break, I was like, oh, I know I should post that on the Facebook page. So I came back in, retyped it all up, found it again, and just, you know, copied the link into <laughs> shared it and liked it, you know? <laughs> that was good. So, yeah. But in the meantime, if you do happen to want to catch us live, you can, we do it on Sunday nights. From 6 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. On AquanetRadio.com. Tune in. <laughs> iTunes Radio or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Oh, I was going to say that, but all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, also, like I mentioned before, go to our Facebook page, um, Geeksters Radio. Hit the like button. Tell a friend. Like, you know, share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Spread it around. <laughs> it feel, makes you feel good. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Look, if you need a laugh at stupid shit, we're the show for you. Yes. I mean, that's the best way to put it. You know, we're not highbrow comedy. We're very low. We're like low to mid grade comedy. <laughs> I mean, I just talked about farting in cars. It's kind of the, the bar set kind of low, just so you know. But you should at least be able to laugh. If you want to enjoy more laughter, you can, you know, go to our Facebook page. Like I said, Geeksters like us. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters, Geeksters, right? Or go to Instagram at Geeksters Radio and follow us there. Uh, and if you want to listen to past, present, and future shows, you want to listen to them on, on those small, bite-sized pieces, you can go to our website, wordswithgeeks.com, or in iTunes. Just type in Geeksters, and there we are. But you can also go to the About section in Geeksters Radio on Facebook and find all the other places you could download the show and spread the love and tell friends where to go to find the show. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, so uh, we'll see you in part two, folks. But if you want to contact Sean or anything, or just want to talk to Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Yeah, if you want to contact Ed, you can do so at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's Erica with a K. Waka waka. <laughs> and now we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.